Hello, my name is Cassandra Deanne, and welcome to my podcast, Things I Talk About. So, a popular theme of conversation right now seems to be the topic of the nodal shift of the nodes moving out of Taurus and Scorpio and into Aries and Libra. If you are into astrology or if you follow astrology videos on TikTok, chances are you have heard this in some fashion or another in conversations recently. And considering that I am a Libra rising and an Aries sun, I figured that it would only be fitting for me to kind of add my two cents into this conversation. So today I want to talk to you about these nodes shifting and the north node moving into Aries. I want to talk about what the nodes are and provide more information on that along with a general description of what this means. And then if you keep listening, I want to dive in a little deeper to help you understand how you can find out how this more specifically impacts you for the next 18 months, as that is how long this uh, the nodes will be in this axis between Aries and Libra. And then finally, I want to kind of add an additional layer of human design and dive in even deeper on how we can look at this time and process our own charts and areas that the universe is going to be calling for us to address and things to sort of contemplate regarding balance and our relationships, among other things. So that being said, Let's go ahead and dive in. So starting off, what are the nodes? So the nodes are really not um, any particular planet type thing or placement in that sense, but it's more like a reference point or position in the sky. And it's important because it's the crossing point of the path of the sun and the moon. And when this happens, what we get is an opposition between two energies. And generally speaking, this is sort of a call towards where we're going. The nodes represent the balancing of the past and moving into the future. So we have the south node and the north node. The south node generally represents things that are familiar, that we are comfortable with. When you are looking at your astrology natal chart, when you look at the south node, you can look at 
at this as these are traits that or characteristics that you already feel comfortable with. Maybe you've had many lives, past lives working on this area and these things are comfortable to you. It's sort of the things you fall back into. And the North Node, however, is the direction in life that we're wanting to evolve and grow in. We're wanting to walk out of more of the South Node and embody more of the essence of our North Node. So when we're looking at our natal astrology chart, wherever the North Node is, this is an area that might not in your earlier stages of life feel comfortable. For example, my North Node is in Leo. I recently had a spiritual awakening around the age of 40, and it wasn't until around that time that I started to embody or have the desire to embody the energy of Leo in the sense of being seen and stepping out. This particular placement is in my 11th house, which is related to community, organization, and sort of a philanthropy essence about it. And so with this energy, it's a desire to sort of be seen in the community and work with the community in a leadership capacity or that fiery energy to the betterment of some sort or another towards the collective. And so this is something that I am recently stepping into. Up until that, I had a difficulty with being caught in the mind, being over analytical, being afraid to make decisions or move forward because I just was so caught up in the fears of all of the possible what ifs. So I kind of, in most of the areas of my life, wanted to kind of just blend in and disappear. I did not have any desire to be seen or noticed or speak out. And so this North Node of mine later in my life has encourage me to start to want to embody this energy. So here we can see that, you know, blending in and being uh, safe and stagnant, predictable in a sense, um, was easier for me, was more comfortable than standing out or being a part of a community, being part of a collective project, like wanting to be involved, a part of the team. So that is something that I have been working towards or have been feeling more um, active or I've been embodying this more as I have aged. So this is, for example, you can see the North and the South Node. The South Node is what is comfortable, more safe, predictable, what we're used to. And the North Node is sort of where we're kind of uh, kicked out of the nest a little bit or pushed out of our comfort zone into an area of our life where we are here 
to evolve and grow. So this is the North and the South node. Now, that being said, let's go into a general description of what this means when we add in the consideration that the North node is in Aries and the South node is in Libra. So on a collective level, what we're looking at here is we're looking at when we see the South node, we're seeing a collective energy that might be comfortable in balancing or wanting to balance relationships. Uh, Libra qualities can be diplomacy, justice, balance, being adaptable. Shadow sides of Libra can be being the people pleaser, saying what you feel like people want to hear from you, but not really authentically expressing yourself. So these are some of the characteristics we can see in Libra. Libra in the zodiac wheel rules the seventh house. This is related to relationships. So here we add another theme to this energy. So relationships, balance, justice, people pleasing, adaptability, diplomacy, things along this lines. Libra has a gift also for being able to see or contemplate different sides. Because of this, they can be prone to indecision or fear of making the wrong decision or fear of upsetting someone depending on what their decision is. So there's a lot of weight that's added to the energy of Libra. On the positive side, because of this ability to relate in so many different ways to different people and their adaptability, Libras can sometimes be the life of the party. They can be playful and exciting to be around. They can be someone that quickly can get along or blend right in with everybody else and have fun and not have those social anxieties. But also, once again, the shadow side of this is being afraid of making the wrong decision, afraid of what people think, and therefore not making decisions, being indecisive or hermiting. Okay, so that's Libra. Going into Aries, Aries, we have the beginning, the start, the pioneer. This is self-expression, the ram that, you know, jumps forward, pushes forward. When we look at the equinox and spring, we're looking at that vibrant energy to kind of get things going and moving things forward to reap the harvest. So Aries has a very independent, driven energy. It's generally going to act first and ask questions later. Because of this, they can be seen as naive or childlike in their aggressive energy to just jump in and get started. You know, let's do it. Let's do it. We can do it. You know, it can be optimistic. And also Aries energy can be a little tempered. They can have a short fuse and 
these are some of the qualities. It's speaking to the pioneer essence. It's because they are willing to often go where other people are too scared to go. They're not caught so much up in the mind and worrying about what others are going to think about their decision. Instead, they say, you know what? No, it's time for a change. We need to get started. Something needs to be different. And they jump forward. They move. They take action because of their ambition and drive, which makes them often the pioneer. They're the first to step out. They're the first explorer on the new land that is being discovered. This is a lot of the Aries energy. So when we look at the consideration now of the nodes. When we look at the south node, we're looking at in a collective sense that the universe of is speaking to us that the south node is okay, you guys got this. You're you're working on that. You know, this is familiar. This is safe to you. You understand this, but I want you to be over here. I want to see more of this. And so the universe is calling us to step further into the North Node. And when we are looking at this in the sense of Aries in the North Node, we're being called to a time for greater self-reflection, greater self-expression, a sense of independence, the desire to no longer try to conform to societal's expectations or to be something that we feel obligated to be, but rather we're being called to start this new journey of our lives where we're less concerned about what people think and we're more willing to implement the changes that need to take place in our lives to fully embody our authentic expression and that independence of who we are. There's less of the concern with others and less concern of being, you know, adaptable. This is a time where I feel like I won't be surprised if we have more people standing up and saying, hey, you know what? I'm not willing to tolerate that anymore. I'm not willing to be treated like that anymore. I know who I am. I know my worth. And this isn't going to work anymore. So we're going to need to reinvent how this operates. We're going to need to start a new way of being, a new way of moving forward because I'm not going to tolerate these things that I used to do because it was the right thing to do. I'm no longer going to bite my tongue in that relationship or circumstance because I'm afraid of what you're going to think about my self-expression. So the universe is kind of pushing us a little bit, pushing us forward to become the main character in our lives, to become the expression that we're here to embody in our life in this lifetime. So 
there's a lot of astrology that talks about the North Node and talks about some of these things already. But what happens is there's another layer to this. And the other layer to this is that we all have all of these zodiac signs in us. These are all qualities that we possess. And depending on where in our natal chart we have these energies depends on the topic or theme or stage you consider it, like in a play, the stage, the setting that this plays out in. So to find this out and to dive in deeper on how this next 18 months will affect you, you're going to want to pull your astrology chart. And to do this, I will leave links in this show in this episode description. But basically, some of my favorite sites are astro.com, or I also like if you search astro charts. That is a great site, astrocharts.com. There might be a dash in there. I like that site better, I think, for people who are just starting out reading their charts because it seems like an easier chart to navigate. And while it is free, they do ask for you to purchase um, if you want the full reading printout. However, I believe if you scroll down on the page, you'll find a section where it lists, you know, you ha- this is your energy, this is how balanced your elements are of earth, air, fire, water, and it'll list the houses that are in each sign, and it will also list your aspects and a few other information. So this is a great site. I know a lot of people like Cafe Astrology. You can definitely go that route. I personally am not as big of a fan of that because I think the sooner you can get familiar with looking at your natal chart wheel, the better. (laughs) Uh, So while Cafe Astrology does include that, It's presented in a way that is more in a um, graph form that I personally am not as big of a fan of. I felt like it was a little little more confusing to a newcomer that wants to actually look at the visual of their chart. And so I prefer astro.com or astrocharts.com. There's also, if you have Apple, I believe um, it's called Astro Future is an app. And someone recently said that there's an, another app um, that I'm trying to think, I think it was like synergy or something like that. Anyways, don't quote me on that, but basically find an app, go to a site. You're going to want to pull your natal chart to do this. You're going to need your birth date, the exact time of birth and the birth location. This is going to give you an accurate reading of your natal chart. And so when you pull this chart up, you want to look for the symbols for Aries and Libra. So Aries is the little like ram head, and then Libra kind of has a straight line with like a whoopty, I don't know the exact terminology. I'm trying to describe the visuals of it. But anyways, you want to find these energies, these, these signs, 
and you're going to look for what house they are in the chart. There's going to be a total of 12 houses. So in the wheel, generally towards the center, it will have the house numbers that you can find. Or if, like I said, you go to the different sites, especially Astro Charts, they will say it in a sentence. They'll say, you know, first house, Leo, or whatever, um, and we'll list it out for you. So basically, you want to grab this and you want to find out where Aries and Libra is. Now, I'm going to go pretty deep later into this, but to start off, I'm just going to say this, if you pull this, there's so much information out there that you can find without, you know, paying for a reading if you don't feel like you're into that or you're new and you just kind of want to understand a little bit, you can search TikTok for the information. For example, if you find Aries and Aries is in your third house, then you can search Aries third house. What does that mean? You know, or you can search themes or topics around the third house. Better yet, if you find a video or you search online the themes for each of the 12 Zodiac houses and familiarize yourself with that, that's awesome information. I, on my website, have a guide. It's only $10, and it also lists all of this information in a PDF that is practical, easy to navigate. So find your way around however you want to pull the information. Find out what the house is. Find out what the theme of that house is. I think I also have a podcast episode where I dive into the houses and astrology as well, which I'll link in the description. So you want to find out where these placements are. Once you know that, you can then apply more detailed information. So for example, we know that North Node is an area we're meant to move further into. It's where we're being called to evolve and expand. We know that Aries is about independence, self-expression, beginning, a pioneer-like spirit, bravery. These are all qualities of that. So then we want to add in the consideration of the house. So the house then is going to be the area of your life that this energy will be activated in, where you will be called to express yourself, to be more independent. So let's say, for example, you have Aries in your third house. So the third house themes are around communication, language, Uh, This also involves topics of early education and more local journeys or or shorter journeys. So this is like, you know, uh, traveling within a close close proximity. If you're in the U.S., this would be such as traveling to another state in the U.S. where going outside of the state outside of the U.S., sorry, not state, U.S., going outside, so overseas, that would be considered more of a long-term journey or a long, longer journey. Uh, so 
These are themes of the third house. Once again, communication, language, early education, you know, and more local journeys or short trips or journeys. So if you have this, I would say with Aries being independent, self-expression, pioneer, beginning, and the North Node calling you more towards this direction, you may find yourself for the next 18 months being asked to speak out, to speak up to share your truth, to share your voice, to express yourself in these ways, whether it's through speaking or writing or anything that is going to utilize impacting the the collective or others in some way as it relates to topics around, you know, communication and language, how you communicate with others. Another theme of this could be maybe you're someone that does bite their tongue and doesn't speak out as much. You might be called to be more willing to argue your point or state your cause versus what you may have felt you were comfortable with in the past. So that's an example. So we just want to look at mostly where Aries is because I would say if we're looking at this simply, we could just say, look at Aries, look at what house, because that's where the energy is wanting to um, be moved towards uh, to evolve and develop more. So if you wanted to dive in deeper to this, you could say, all right, so this is in this location. So where is Libra? So in the example I gave of the third house, Libra then most likely would be in the ninth house. So you can look at it and say, okay, so ninth house themes are quest for meaning, higher education, philosophy, your beliefs, um, and once again, long-term journeys. So since Libra has the south node, this is energy that is not in focus, and we're stepping into the Aries expression. A possible example of this would be maybe for for example, you feel like you can never know enough. Like you want to impact the world. You want to make a difference and make a change and express yourself, but you feel uneducated. You feel like you need another program. You need another degree. You need someone to coach you. You need some sort of further higher education to justify the feeling like you are willing to come forward and share your truth. Libra worries about being the people pleaser and cares about whether what other people think. Maybe it's saying, wow, I really want to speak out, but I don't feel like I am as educated as this person or that person. And I'm afraid to come forward because I need to know more. I need to learn more. Where Aries says, no, who cares? Speak up. Use your voice. Share your story. Express yourself. Go forward. Don't care about that. You know, it has this bravery that wants to push you forward. So that alone is a lot. That is pretty deep. There 
are so many layers in that alone that you could spend the next 18 months in contemplation just on these topics that I've covered already. But being who I am and also a big fan of human design, I wanted to just share things a step further for those that are really ambitious, being the Aries that I am. I thought I would just throw in a little more information at you for those who really wanted to go on a journey of self-discovery with this transit over the next 18 months. So what I want to do right now is add another layer to this through the lens of human design. To understand or dive into this yourself, you may want to pull your own human design chart and you may want to look at what they call a rave mandala chart. So what a rave mandala chart is, is essentially it's a synthesis of all of the different modalities involved in human design listed in a clearer visual for you to follow. So for example, if you pull your human design body graph, you're going to see a black row to the right, a red row to the left, the body and the center with the nine energy centers, which are associated with the chakra system and the Kabbalah. And then it will have the pathways for the gates and channels where the rave mandala is going to be a round chart that has generally the body graph listed in the middle. And it looks like if you were a to say a sunshine bursting, it's going to have all of the different gates and channels expressed outward in a circular fashion. It's going to list all of the hexagons of the I Ching, which is one of my favorite parts. It will also list the astrology and the wheel similar to the zodiac wheel. This is not going to be like your natal chart, so it will not have per se lines in the center, although there are programs that can have that. But chances are it's not going to have that. Instead, it's just going to show the body graph in the center. But that's okay. This is perfect because what we want to look, essentially, you don't even need to have your actual chart to look at. You can just simply Google if you wanted Rave Mandala, because what I want you mainly to look at is just the placements of the numbers associated with the zodiac signs. So for example, that when the North Node shifted into Aries, it is currently in gate three. So directly opposite of this on that wheel under Libra, you will be able to find the 50. And this is uh, what they can also be referred to as programming partners. So essentially, they're just opposites in the wheel from one another. So when we're looking at the access, when Aries, the North Node is in three, the opposite of that would be 50. 
Okay. So then as this degree shifts, it will then go into 42. And the opposite of that in Libra is 32. So basically, if you wanted to go on this journey, having a way to look at where these energies are is helpful. I personally love genetic matrix for this because you can pull a transit chart, which will tell you where the North node and South node is presently. And this is something that you would just have to keep an eye on through your own personal reflection through this process. But in general, we're starting with the North node in gate three and the South node in gate four. 50. So if we wanted to really add this information into the equation, what we would want to do is basically we're doing the sign plus the gate plus the house. And we're going to use our own intuitive description or equation to come up with what that means for us. And sometimes it can even mean multiple things. There's always going to be a layer of intuitive reading when we are considering anything related to astrology, since most of the zodiac signs and houses have multiple themes such as, for example, when I mentioned the third house, yes, that can be associated with communication. That is most common. However, it can also relate to siblings and earlier education and short trips. So you can see here, those are very different themes to consider. So there is an intuitive layer to knowing what this means specifically for you. So going back to the equation, if we wanted to add in human design into this contemplation, we're looking at the sign plus the gate plus the house equals and whatever it is that we come up with. So looking at this, I'm going to do this, for example, with the present North node being in gate three in Aries. So when we consider the sign plus gate plus house, I'm going to use my own chart for example. So the sign is Aries. So then if I was directing you on how to do this for yourself, I would say get a piece of paper and start writing keywords or phrases. So when you write down Aries, you would do a section that says independence, self-expression, pioneer, beginning, brave, then we want to add in the gate. Gate three is about personal innovation, the potential to make a significant contribution, a desire to help change the world. It's called in the I Ching difficulty in the beginning. So this is the once again, like that beginning energy of starting, knowing we want to change, we want to innovate, we want to contribute something new, but we might not have a clear path that says exactly what that plan's going to look like in the beginning, but yet this doesn't stop us. We still want forward motion. Then 
we add in the house. For me, this particular North Node and South Node transit is very interesting because I have my chart is backwards because I have a Libra rising. So while Libra usually run, rules the seventh house, I actually have Aries there. And while Aries usually rules the first house, I have Libra there. So it's backwards. So that kind of adds an extra dynamic for me to contemplate. So adding once again, Aries plus gate plus now we're adding the house. When we look at the seventh house, which is where I have Aries, this is themes of relationships, projections, partnerships, commitments in that sense. The seventh house is associated with the other. It's about the more committed connections that we have in our life. So I would write that out and then I would do the same thing again for Libra. So this would be sign plus gate plus house. So the sign is Libra. So I would write out keywords, diplomacy, justice, balance, adaptability, people pleasing. Then I would write out qualities of the gate, which is 50. This is well-being um, of the community, concerned with the well-being of the community. This is responsibilities, balancing um, and justice of what the values are that are helpful to the success of the community or the tribe. This has the a sense of, on the shadow side, an obligation and a it does challenge what is ju- what is just what is useful what are the right values for the collective the family you know the children to move forward to be able to be successful uh the shadow side can be feeling powerless and feeling like someone else has all of the authority. This is, you know, it can be the shadow can be fear of responsibility. So the, this has a repressive and a reactive side. So we can either feel, if we're feeling fear of responsibility, we can either feel powerless, like we are inadequate to have the authority to lead or carry the responsibilities, or it can be feeling irresponsible or not really caring about the connection to the community or the tribe and sort of just going about life irresponsibly. Then we add in the house. For me, that is the first house. So this is identity, self, uh, appearance themes, impressions, uh, things along that line, the physical self. So once you have this written out, you can then take and look at it and start to intuitively form your sentences, your equations based off of what you know the North Node desires from you and the South Node. So remembering that the South Node is where we are comfortable. It's what feels familiar. The North Node is calling us towards greater self-expression, calling us towards that greater Aries 
energy. So I could look at this, for example, for Aries in my seventh house, which is related to relationships, projections, partnerships. The gate three is personal innovation and wanting to make a significant contribution. So I can look at this and say, okay, this is an area I'm meant to evolve. So I might say to myself, what areas in my life am I not expressing myself? What areas am I getting caught up in the shadow side of things? Maybe holding my tongue, not speaking out, not moving forward, not uh, finding my sense of self What are areas where perhaps my sense of self is getting lost in codependency in my relationships where I'm not shining my light or I'm possibly dimming my light in my relationships or in my connections with others in my life? So with Aries here, it's going to want me to kind of step out a little bit more in these aspects and feel like I am willing to stand out authentically in my expression in a more aligned way. And for Libra in the South Node, possible questions I can ask myself on this would be, you know, what areas am I not feeling powerful? In what areas am I caring too much about what others think that I am dimming or not expressing myself in my identity and being seen in that sense of who I am myself? (laughs) It's funny because I'm reading this because it's in my chart, this probably wasn't the best example since I have my my uh, <laughs> my house is flipped backwards. So it's it's like the Aries and Libra energy is both there <laughs> in different ways. So let me add another example. Let me. I know I mentioned a little bit about the ninth house and the third house. Let me use an example for that. So let's say let's flip it a little bit and say. Let's say you have Aries in in your ninth house. So we would do sign plus the gate, which is three, plus the house, which in this case, let's do ninth house, which once again is quest for meeting, higher education, philosophy, beliefs, uh, systems, and longer journeys. So knowing the north node is there, let's say, for example, that this is energy we're stepping into. So we know Aries is independence, self-expression, wanting to start new things, being the pioneer, and gate three is difficulty in the beginning, but it's that energy that wants to bring something new and willing to to take those first steps. It's about personal innovation and the potential to make a significant contribution to change the world. And so when we consider that adding in the ninth house, so maybe a question I might ask myself is, wow, I really want to make this difference. I really want to introduce something new. I am so interested in the topic of psychology. 
maybe I end up pursuing or deciding that a program that helps me sharpen this knowledge and gain more wisdom will lead me on a better path of beginning starting something new, expressing myself in a different way that this education will help me provide the contribution to society to bring forth the change that I want to see in the world. So that would be another example. Let's see what I can come up for Libra. So Libra, the same thing, we're doing Libra, so the sign plus the gate, which would be 50 in this example, and the house, which would be the third house, which is opposite the ninth for this. So let's say, for example, example, Libra is justice, balance, adaptability, diplomacy. The 50 is about, you know, the value, what values are helpful for the success of the communicate the community, obligations. Uh, sense of responsibility to the community and movement forward. The third house is communication, language, early education. So maybe, for example, and like I said, this could be siblings or short journeys. So let's say, for example, um, maybe you felt like certain opportunities weren't afforded to you. Maybe you witnessed some sort of scenario in which you saw a inappropriate use or misdirected use of authority in your community and you want to bring change, but maybe you haven't felt you could speak out. You're, you care about how your image is perceived or how people view you. You're concerned that Libra energy of what people think. So you haven't spoke out or felt you could speak out. And then maybe that's when you realize, wow, if I had this educate higher education if i understood how to speak in terms of psychology that could help start these programs for youth that could you know bring forth the change in our community to allow us to go in a different direction towards more and you know a more empowered position i'm just throwing things out you. Hopefully I'm not babbling too much. Hopefully through some of these examples, maybe you get the gist of what I'm saying. But essentially when we take and add the equation of the sign, the gate, the house, considering what the north node wants from us, what the south node is, we can start to sort of play with the themes here. But this is something, as I said, that is kind of awesome to do for yourself. You can, of course, pay for readings. There are many astrologers out there I know that will read your chart for these things. I just happen to be one of those people that pushes towards self-empowerment. So while I love that stuff and I think that's great to kind of spark the interest, you know, we can't necessarily always, we don't want to feel like we have to go to somewhere else to find this information out for ourselves. So I am big on 
self-empowerment. So I wanted to share this information for anyone out there who's like me, who wants to dive in deeper to understand how this energy relates for you. Basically, if you want to add in the layer of human design, you're going to have to go to a program that allows you to pull the transit so you know where the North Node and the South Node are positioned over the next 18 months. And for each time it shifts into a different um, placement, a gate, you would then look at what the opposition is between them. For example, as I mentioned, after the North Node moves out of three, it will move into 42, which means the opposite gate then in Libra will be 32. So, okay, enough talking. That is that. So I hope that this information was helpful. If nothing else, I hope that you understand the North Node and the South Node better and a little bit more about Aries and Libra. It's definitely fun to contemplate these things. So good luck on your chart. Check the description for the links I referred to. And I will talk to you later. Bye.